Hello everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back to Dr. Movie. The only show brought to you from me while I'm driving my car down the road. As you can hear, I'm driving as at this minute. Uh, heading back from work and wanted to talk about, uh, you know, Thanksgiving movies are few and far between. Some of them are good, some of them are not. And then there's this movie, Blood Rage. <laughs> uh, kind of a forgotten film, right? I mean, it came out 87. It was actually shot in 83. Took a long time for it to make its rounds and finally come out in 87. Uh, this movie, let me tell you, uh, I'm always amazed when I revisit this film of just the quirkiness of it. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun flick. Uh, in all the right ways. It's very awkward. Uh, some strange acting. And about as 80s as you can get, right? I mean, you've got this pounding Casio keyboard soundtrack all the way through the movie. It's just burning up the tracks through the whole thing. Uh, you got some pretty decent gore, especially when you think about this obviously being low budget, but coming out really in 83... These effects are pretty darn decent for the time. Um, such a strange story. Uh, I can't decide uh, the actor that, that plays the main character or the brothers in this movie. If, if you don't know the story, there's there's a set of twins. Mark Soper is the, the guy's name that's in it. Uh, was in Knott's Landing and some other stuff. Some other shows I remember. Uh, I can't decide if this guy is... A terrible actor or freaking brilliant? <laughs> this movie kind of makes you go back and forth on it because the, the the delivery of the lines, I don't know. It's it's just bizarre. Anyways, back to the original story. You've got a, a set of twins. This movie starts off at, at a drive-in. You get all the captures, all the capturings of what it was like at a drive-in back in the late eight, or early 80s, like I said, 83, um, down to even a guy selling uh, condoms out of his jacket <laughs> to a guy in the bathroom, which happens to be a very young uh, Ted Raimi. Makes a little appearance here in this film, just for about 20 seconds. He's the condom salesman, so, uh, you know, what do you do when you get that job, right? Hey, we need you to come down and just be a cameo. Okay, what's the role? You're selling condoms. Sign me up. <laughs> you know, you couldn't just have a machine, you know, that's mounted to the wall to do that for you. you Got to have a guy that just literally rolls them out and, you know, displays, lets you have a pick. Anyways, uh, obviously, uh, the drive-in was where a lot of people went to make out. And this is no exception because this young lady and her boyfriend of the time are together. The only problem is is they've got uh, her two sons in the back seat. And they're asleep. And while the, the couple starts getting busy, the two twins wake up, sneak out of the back of the car. And one of them, well, you got two, two of them here. you got Terry and Todd Simmons. That's their names. And Terry finds a a hatchet 
and a guy, a back of a guy's work truck or something there at the, the drive-in, walks up on a couple that's naked and getting it on in the back of a car and just starts whacking them. And uh, then he takes the hatchet, hands it to his brother Todd, and then smears the blood all over Todd's face and starts screaming that Todd killed these people. And that's pretty much the setup of this whole movie. Um, it's like reverse Michael Myers, right? Reverse Halloween. So this boy, Todd, gets framed, gets sent off to an institute where he spends his days for the next 10 years. And Terry, the one who actually did the murder, is uh, living a normal life, uh, hanging out with all the cool kids in the 80s, and lives in this apartment complex with his mom. And like I said, it, it flash forwards to about 10 years, and it's Thanksgiving. <gasps> it's a Thanksgiving movie, folks. And uh, you get this set where Todd's sitting there, or not Todd, Terry's sitting there, and they're about to have Thanksgiving dinner, and his mom's there, and she's got a new boyfriend who happens to be the owner of this apartment complex. And while they're having dinner with some other friends that, that pop in, uh, they make an announcement that uh, they're going to get hitched, getting married. And you can see it on Terry's face. He's not happy with this at all, but he does the cordial thing and congratulates them and all that stuff. And uh, earlier that day, the mom goes and visits Todd. She always takes him a pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. And she's accepted the fact that Todd has done this and that he's not right and Terry's the good kid. So she's bought into the whole thing. Anyways, Todd gets upset, throws the pumpkin pie, and uh, later on that night, Todd escapes. So, again, <clears throat> kind of uh, kind of the whole Michael Myers thing, right? So... <laughs> Instead of the night he came home, it's the night he just kind of wanders back home. Because, uh, don't really know what his mission is. I mean, you think he wants to go and correct things, but he's very skittish. And, and again, Mark Soper playing both characters here. It, it's funny that the way that you can tell the difference between the two characters is Terry uses a hairdryer and Todd does not. That's pretty much it. Terry's got a little moose in the hair, little spritz, and Todd's just all natural. <laughs> That's the big selling point of the difference between the two. That's how us as watchers are able to distinguish the difference between the two. Anywho, uh, they find out that Todd has escaped and he's coming home, and... This just turns on a switch for Terry to just go on a killing spree. I guess because he's thinking, my brother's out. Now I can kill all these people I always wanted to and get away with it and blame him again. I'm just guessing that's kind of what happens because there's really no explanation of what triggers Terry to just want to start killing all these people that he's been around for the past 10, who knows, 15 years. I mean, all of his friends girlfriends old affairs I mean people he really has nothing to even that he does he has anything to do with people that just live in the complex it's I guess I guess the trigger 
I have to go back. I guess uh, it starts with the mom getting married. So this guy's got a, a either a mom complex or a dad complex kind of thing here. That's the trigger. It just so happens that his brother's breaking out of the Institute at the same time. I'm guessing. I'm just guessing, folks. You make up your own opinion of what you think is the root cause of Terry deciding that now's the time to kill my best friend with a grilling fork. (laughs) Right? So there's a a lot of cool kills in this. Uh, He does go and kill the landlord, his new father-in-law or whatever. He's going to be stepdad. And uh, it's funny because you're invested in these friends and how you're seeing Terry snap and you're wondering about Todd if he's really going to you know, stand up and be the man he needs to be or what the story's going to be but really what you're seeing is the collapse of the mom because she's definitely off a rocker even early on <clears throat> you can tell something ain't quite right with this lady and uh she spends the majority of this movie either laying in the floor in front of the refrigerator eating leftovers with the refrigerator open, not even like warming the food or anything, just eating cold macaroni and cheese and green beans right there on the floor, or pouring a humongous glass of wine and trying to dial on the telephone at the same time. Uh, She's losing it, folks. She's losing it. And uh, did I I mention they all live in this apartment complex? Because she spends a good, I don't know, 45 minutes of this movie trying to call the guy that she's going to marry who runs this complex, who is literally, I don't know, two or three buildings down from her. And she spends all this time calling, even getting operators to try to ring the number. He's waiting for my call. You don't understand. This is an emergency. I was like, why don't you just walk down there? Well, because she finally does towards the end of the movie, and obviously he's chopped all to bits. And she decides that she's going to right the wrong. She's going to fix everything, right? So we spend the rest of the time watching Terry run around, kill all of his friends. Uh, There's a couple that's making out on a diving board. (laughs) I mean, they're out on a tennis court playing tennis. This movie's got so many oddball things in it. Like, this guy and girl's playing tennis. Obviously, you know, they're just playing for fun. But the dude knocks the tennis ball over the over the fence so the girl will go get it. And while she's gone, he just lays on the, on the, the, the tennis court. I mean, like she's gone for two minutes and he lays down like he's going to take a 15-minute nap. She comes back. They start kind of making out. She's like, no, not here. I've got a better place. And that better place is at a, at a pool, I'm guessing of the, the apartment complex, on the diving board. Now, just think about that for a minute. Not not on the concrete part, like hanging over the water part, diving board. board. That's some talent for you right there. <laughs> So, uh, it's just bizarre stuff. And, of course, 
you know, Terry comes in, sees them, says they're naughty, chops them up to bits, throws them in the sauna. And from this point on, he's chasing his main girlfriend that he's wanting to chop up. And, you know, he's cracking jokes with the dead bodies and stuff now. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to walk in on y'all. He opens up the sauna and sees the dead bodies that he put in there earlier. You guys never stop. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> again, I don't know if this guy is brilliant or, or what. Obviously, they were having fun with this movie. And it, it kind of pays off. Uh, there's a whole bit where this woman's having a babysitter take care of her baby while she goes out and she's trying to score with getting the guy to become the new dad or whatever is going to have some money you know that kind of typical mom and need kind of thing right brings him back to the house going to get it on Terry's there with a different girl who's the babysitter I think there's two girls here I get them confused there's not 10 cents difference in them really I mean but Terry comes back later and kills them. Doesn't kill the baby though. So uh, but he does this cool thing where he chops this guy's head off and he hangs the head right in the, the, the peephole when when the woman looks outside and sees his face out there and she opens it up and of course it's just his head hanging there. So I mean there's some there's some pretty cool little things in this, right? Um, when it all comes down to the ending at the swimming pool where Terry and Todd finally face each other and Todd is just not strong enough to, to take care of Terry. Terry's trying to drown him in the pool. And then here comes Mom with a revolver. And she sees Terry come up on the other side of the pool. And he's got the machete in his hand. And she starts blasting him. Shoots him in the face. Kills him off. And they pull Todd out of the pool. And then she's hugging and loving all over Todd. But she thinks it's Terry. And then when Todd tells her that she's that he's Todd, you get to see again the complete breakdown of this mom. And she just goes ahead and shoots herself and ends her life. And that's pretty much how this movie ends. Um, this movie had a lot of different names when it came out. Uh, I think there was something like Terror at the Shadow Woods, which is the name of the apartments. Then there was, I think they called it Slasher at one point. Blood Rage, I guess, is the name that finally stuck. But it really has nothing to do with anything, I guess. I don't know. Maybe the, the guy just gets in a rage and wants to see blood. There you go. Anyways, it's a slasher for Thanksgiving. And I thought I'd revisit it. And it is on Tubi, like everything else I've been talking about. So if you're looking for something to watch right here before you're sitting down to be thankful pull out blood rage and give it a whack <laughs> alright folks that's it for this one we will check you later